Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Kahl, and I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship, and building in public. This episode is called Calm Business Misconceptions. First, a word from our sponsor. Microacquire is the number one startup acquisition marketplace, and it's simply the most efficient way to sell your startup when you're ready to make your next move. And typically, as a first-time founder, you probably have no idea what you're getting yourself into when you go through this acquisition process. And Microacquire wants to change that and empower you when you're speaking with buyers and then streamline this process of getting acquired for the maximum price without any of the headaches that might come your way if you just go at it yourself. Today, Microacquire has helped hundreds of startups, probably thousands of startups, successfully get acquired. They facilitate hundreds and millions in close deal volume. So if you're thinking about selling your startup, you want to check out Microacquire. Go to microacquire.com to learn more. And now, let's get started. In a world where everyone talks about disruption and hustling, the concept of a calm business can seem out of place or even naive. How can you compete with people who spend 80 hours a week working on their businesses and then publicly boasting about their so-called grind set when you treat your fledgling business as a side project that you only work on in the evenings? For many entrepreneurs, calmness is a pipe dream, a nice fantasy but impossible to really accomplish. As you can probably imagine, I beg to differ on this. Running a calm business is definitely possible, and this perception of it being a flawed concept often lies in a few myths and wrongful assumptions that I want to debunk today. These reservations generally fall into two categories. One is calmness is not for me, and the other one is calmness doesn't work at all. So let's start with the more fundamental ones, where people think running a calm business is either theoretically impossible or at least impractical. Here's the myth number one. A business is either calm or it's not. Every founder understands that running a business is the journey of constantly overcoming challenges. And most of these are impossible to anticipate. So how then can you ever reach this state of calmness? The misconception is that such a state could ever exist. No business can be static and survive. The trick with calmness is that it's an applied process. It's much less about being calm than about staying calm. A founder who wants a sustainable and controllable business establishes procedures and internal guidelines that allow them to face even unexpected challenges without panicking. A common practice in calm businesses is having standard operating procedures for all the critical and for most of the non-critical processes in the business, like releasing a new version of the product or repairing a server outage or even just handling a customer complaint that went viral on social media. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. That should be the motto for every calm founder. And even when you don't have all the answers, a structured meta process how to act when facing a new challenge, what steps to go through, that goes a long way. I personally make checklists that I can quickly go through in case of an emergency. Like, is the backend reachable? Is there an ongoing outage with the service provider? Does rolling back to a previous version help? Having a list like this allows me to sleep in peace, knowing that I don't have to come up with those steps in a crunch. They're right there on the calm response checklist. Calmness, in this sense, is about preparation for change and staying calm. Myth number two is that a calm business is a stagnant business. 
Calmness seems to imply slowness for many first-time founders. They get swept up in this hustle culture narrative of having to work north of 80 hours a week to find any level of success. And then combined with the perceived pressure of constant cutthroat competition, that can leave very little room for remaining calm. But we are agents of our own destiny, and we prioritize the things that move us forwards. If we think that's working 80-hour weeks, well, then that's what we do. A calm founder will find other high-impact approaches to keeping their businesses running. Sustainability doesn't mean stagnation. You will still have to evolve with your market at all times, no matter how calmly your business runs. Change will happen, and you need to adapt your business and your product whenever your assumptions get shifted around by reality. Improving slowly over time might look insufficient, but it's cumulative and the result of deliberate practice. It means acting intentionally and with circumspection to stay able to act calmly. You'll still run experiments in a calm business, and there will have to be a lot of them, but you will approach them methodically. Calmness is about responding to change intentionally and reliably. Myth number three that I found is that early revenue hinders growth. And focusing on revenue early does not hinder later growth. This may have been the case in the VC-funded world of go-big-or-go-home businesses, but there are now options out there to help you without having to compensate for somebody else's losses. Because that's why VCs pressure their founders so much to capture whole markets and dominate them. They need one successful business to pay for the expenses of dozens, sometimes hundreds of unsuccessful bets. Early revenue is amazing for any founder, but it means nothing to someone who needs a significant liquidity event to break even on the level of their investment portfolio. That often leads to alignment problems between the founder and the investors of such a venture-backed business. The founder doesn't get to go at it at their own pace, and investors then have to interfere with the business to allow for the big exit, like put all the money into marketing, that kind of stuff. Calm businesses don't buy into that stressful kind of relationship. Their leading investor is not a fund. A calm business is customer-funded. Users pay money, and that funds the operations and the growth of a business. And while there are many ways to front-load those crowd-funded investments, annual plans, lifetime deals, and creating paid custom features for specific customers with them, most of the money available to such a business comes from the monthly subscription fees paid by its customers. In contrast to making money later, when we dominate the market, this means that a calm and sustainable business focuses on revenue from day one. The early revenue even just allows for growth in the first place. And if you are looking at funding, early revenue is actually a great signal to a particular group of bootstrapping compatible investors. There's the Calm Company Fund. They invest in slightly profitable early SaaS businesses because there is a visible and clear path towards increased profits that they then tap into via a shared earnings agreement. Pipe.com is a similar investment vehicle. They transfer recurring revenue into upfront capital, allowing you to effectively borrow against your own future profits. But churn and with retention metrics being crystal clear for SaaS businesses, these funding options act as catalysts that don't distort the founder business alignment. If your investor wants the same thing you want, you will have a much better time. Calmness is about slowly but decidedly growing your revenue from the start. Now, the fourth myth is calm businesses are just lifestyle businesses. Because since early revenue is usually small, measured in three or four or maybe five figures, many outside observers perceive calm businesses as lifestyle projects, somehow 
for them. That's not a real business. Let me be frank here. Screw them. When I see a founder who brings in a few thousand dollars of earnings every month, I see a successful entrepreneur. I don't see an amateur or someone who didn't aim high enough. I see someone who makes a living, is in control, and is building wealth, not for some faceless corporate overlord, but for themselves and their family. And to me, that's success. And if it ends there, that's fine too. If you run a business that sustains your life the way you want, why should anyone tell you to change things? We go into entrepreneurship to create our own destinies. If we want to keep the business growing, build a team and serve more people, that's also fine, but it's your choice in the end. A calm business can do both of these things. It just does it calmly and sustainably. Now, the more the business grows, the more complicated its internal structure tends to get. But unlike high-growth startups that go from one to 100 employees in under a year because they're pressured into these hiring frenzies, your calm business can make these choices much more deliberately. Calmness here is a consequence of intentional choices, good process docs, effective automation, a very clear customer definition and the niche you're in, and a focused product. That can be done in businesses of many sizes. That brings us to myth number five. Calmness is just for software as a service businesses. No, it's not. I've seen businesses of all kinds be calm too. While it's definitely a solid option for tech-enabled companies where everything has the potential to be automated and scaled easily, other types of entrepreneurial efforts, they can benefit from calmness too. You can run a service business calmly, just fire bad clients and work towards reducing manual work by productizing services and outsource particular chores to AI-enabled systems or gig workers on platforms like Fiverr that can turn your agency from a chaotic frenzy into this temple of serenity. Well, probably not that much, but as any service has to do with clients and they're often not very calm, but it's going to be calmer. If you run a media business, it can be run calmly too. Focus on quality over quantity and trust that leaving traces of your work has a higher impact than more immediate metrics. I'm an amateur miniature painter. It's a hobby I've been having for most of my life. And recently, this hobby has seen a lot of content creators sharing their projects and teaching painting skills through YouTube. And the best creators, also those who stick around many years after they started, they limit themselves to posting one weekly video. That usually results in higher quality footage because they didn't have to rush anything, a better narrative structure, that's the direct result of spending multiple days on that particular content, and ultimately a higher long-term view count on their videos because they're good. And since they monetize through sponsors, that severely affects their financials in a good way because they don't need to chase virality if they can show that their fans, the people that their sponsors want to target directly, show up every time they post. Nobody wants to gamble. A sponsor with a long-term vision will choose a calm and reliable business over the one that might or might not go viral. Calmness is not a fluke. It's a conscious choice of prioritizing yourself and your sanity over the false promises of hustle culture and those misaligned incentives of overfunded and overbloated startups. Calmness is about staying in control of your life, your business, and your future. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Arvid Khan, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. You'll find my book, Zero to Soul, and The Embedded Entrepreneur, and my Twitter course find you following there as well. If you want to support me in the Bootstrap Founder Podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening, and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.